1: This
2: podcast contains discussions of child abuse, sexual repression and sexual abuse, suicide, racism, misogyny, PTSD and PTSD symptoms, and spiritual oppression and abuse, including guilt, shame, and fear. In most episodes, we will be mentioning some of these concepts in a general way without any graphic detail. If any of these topics or other triggering topics will be mentioned in great detail, We will let you know at the beginning of each individual episode, as well as in the show notes for that episode. back to the Leaving Eden Podcast. My name is Sadie Carpenter, and I am here with my co-host.
0: Hi, my name is Gabrielle HaCohen, and I think that Striper rocks with an asterisk.
2: With an asterisk. Well, we're going to talk about that. We are here for a homework episode, and I'm introducing the episode, which I don't normally do. Because this is a reverse homework episode, I assigned Gavi the wonderful album In God We Trust by Striper. Striper is the uh, the Christian hair metal band, and that's what we're going (laughs) to be discussing today.
0: Yes, I'm very excited to do this because, you know... We just a little background. Uh, we just recorded an episode that's going to be airing in a couple of weeks, where we talked all about music, um, and all about you know what Christian music is allowed and isn't allowed in the IFB. And this is some Christian music that wasn't allowed in the IFB. But you know what? We we do have some things to say about it because it is quite interesting.
2: Yeah, this is – so I heard Striper referenced kind of vaguely in the IFB, uh, and they got thrown in with bands like Skillet, which is like –
0: Who is Skillet?
2: Skillet is like a Christian hardcore band or Christian nu metal. Oh,
0: Um, interesting. Okay.
2: They're like emo Christian bands. Uh, My husband actually has a really funny story about when his – his like thrash metal band accidentally got booked to play opposite a Christian emo band <laughs> <laughs> in the basement of a church. <laughs> um, it was
0: so by he, accident. They didn't know.
2: They no, they didn't know that his band wasn't Christian apparently. Um or emo so anyway, anyway. Um you know back in the back Wait, who in the are day. These guys? <laughs> yeah, um, he, he's got some great stories about that. Uh, but Striper is something totally different. Striper is a Christian metal band that was formed in the 1980s and has a very distinctive, like glam metal, hair metal vibe.
0: So when we're talking about glam metal, hair metal, we are talking about Def Leppard. We are talking about Poison. We are talking about, you know, uh, uh, who else? Who who are who are uh, the Rat? Bi- Rat oh yeah like, they had that a good song round, or, round and
2: round Yeah like the, I feel like there's a good bit Of rat in And, and there's a, the vocals are kind of skid row Ish yeah. In some like, like some songs Are a little bit white snake Like all of these Um, What's that band that did Um, Come on feel the noise His name uh, I can remember
0: uh, Quiet Riot
2: Yeah that's the one but there, there are elements of all of these bands and striper still kind of manages to be their own thing. Um, yeah. What's really interesting is that that people who were not Christians were into striper, like at the time. People like striper opened for some major, like major metal bands.
0: That doesn't surprise me though, because like. This is one of the th- like so when I listen to the music, you know, Sadie told me, "Okay, I'm going to have you listen to this Christian hair metal band." Um I went on the uh the the Stump a Catholic pos- a podcast with uh, my friend Ray, uh who hosts that podcast. And he is uh, also a Catholic, and I told him about that. He's also like a rock like a hard rock fan cuz he you know, he's the guy that had us on his podcast, which is the Permanent Waves podcast, which is all about the Canadian prog rock band Rush. So he's a rock and roll guy just like mm-hmm. me. Um, and so Sadie's like, OK, you're going to listen to Striper. I told Ray I'm going to listen to Striper. He's like, oh, dude, Striper rocks. And I'm just like, OK, does Striper rock or does Striper rock for a Christian band? Um, Because you showed me Patch the Pirate and Patch. <laughs> yeah. And like Patch the Pirate, like if you're comparing like Patch the Pirate to Mr. Rogers, then Patch the Pirate is like, I mean, he sounds like a, a rinky dink, $49 keyboard, like the demo track on the keyboard and some guy and some kids singing over it. Uh, like Striper sounded like a full blown hard rock glam metal band. Like the singer is really talented. The guitar player is really good. Like it sounded like if you combined Styx with Iron Maiden with Def Leppard. That's how I would describe it.
2: Yeah, like Striper is a a real legitimate band.
0: Yeah, they're um, they're are they're a, a, they're a band. They rock super hard.
2: Yeah, like they they opened for Bon Jovi. Like there are like people would go see them on purpose, um, regardless of the, the Christian message of their lyrics. Uh, did you, did you get to find out where the name Striper comes from? I didn't. Because people will kind of refer to them as like the bumblebee band, because a lot of their, like in their more glam days, a lot of their outfits are yellow and black. striped, And, and it kind of gives a, a bee appearance at times. Um, so okay, this, but a
0: lot of people were wearing like cheetah print, oh, like zebra print back, like, like back in like, the days where like like the tight same, pants with the right big like, hair, like yeah. that
2: that iconic Motley Crue photo shoot where they're all in like kind of red and black leather with like the lace up pants and stuff. Yeah. So their outfits aren't that aren't that crazy. Um, I'm not a fan of the yellow and black personally, but Striper comes
0: from match this Eddie style. Van Halen's guitar. Yeah. B.D. Eddie Van Halen.
2: Uh, Striper comes from a Bible verse, actually. So the the verse is, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So the, the striper is a is a reference to, by his stripes we are healed, or like the wounds of the crucifixion.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: So in case you were wondering, that's where that comes from.
0: But that sounds like just the name of a of a metal band from the 80s that you would hear about.
2: Right. And I think that's like part of the genius of Striper is that it's explicitly Christian, but it toes this line where they're still actually cool.
0: So, yeah, you
2: that's- know, they, they're, they're contemporary with other hair metal bands.
0: So that's the sort of thing that I, that was interesting to me, because like it's literally just like very like straight down the middle hair metal music except for that all of the songs are christian
2: about jesus yeah
0: <laughs> like so if you are a christian and you really 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 like hair metal music this is the band for you you know and you want all your music to be christian but you're like oh man but i love this like You know, this this hair metal man, like poison man, poison rocks, Def Leppard, Def Leppard rocks like this is this is the band for you. You know, they will do that very convincingly. You will be very, very happy with what you get. I don't know. I found that really interesting. I was expecting it to just be like really sad and really cringy and something that I could laugh at and point my finger at and be like, ha ha ha. Look at them trying to do this, but they're so bad. No, like they rock this band rocks I'm no, not gonna totally deny it do.
2: and like and one reason that I picked this for you um okay so the one reason that I picked this for you is that I legitimately love Striper um
0: I'm not gonna make fun of you for loving Striper I'm super
2: into glam metal as it is
0: I know, you know? like that's like, yeah that's I'm, like your thing you're I'm you're a really, hard you're a rock and roll kid
2: well like I love metal as like like I, like, I listen to all sorts of stuff I listened to you know I just got my husband a testament record for Christmas that was pretty cool, like like Demi Bo Gear, Children of Bodom, and Mayhem and uh At the Gates and In Flames and some of these like really harder metal bands, like more contemporary or like nineties Norwegian metal bands. Like I'm into the hard stuff too, but I also have a true appreciation. I love Bon Jovi, I love Molly Crew. Um of love love
0: gnr guns GnR, and roses
2: guns and roses like so I'm super into like actual hair metal as well um so mm. I so the number one reason that I picked striper is because I wanted to listen to striper again <laughs> like I wanted an excuse to go through this album a couple times and and enjoy something that I like uh the other totally reason understandable the other reason I thought you might really uh make friends with this album is because of the vocals because you have a great vocal range oh thank um, you my friends have still not stopped talking about the time we all went to karaoke literally a year ago and you sang um when
0: everything was open Queen. <laughs> i did i sang somebody, somebody love to by love by queen and nailed it that was as nothing. i always do yeah, like I a- should have done "Love on Top" by Beyonce. That's another one that I like doing at karaoke, and people yeah. like hear that they're like, "Oh boy, they like, oh boy, this guy's really going for it." So with I all saw- the key changes
2: I, I in the original to- key. Yes, no. I talked to one of my friends who was there that night, like a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh yeah, how's your friend with like the really good voice?" <laughs> so and and like, the- I'm glad
0: to be known as that.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. You you deserve it, I would say, but like. Michael Sweet also has a fantastic vocal range, a fantastic high range, um, and a and a, a really great uh, falsetto range, and that's something that I thought that you would relate to.
0: Oh, that's absolutely something that I appreciate. And like the the every performance on this album, there was nothing that felt a little bit like oh, I was really reaching for it, like a little patch together. No, he's
2: just legitimately that talented.
0: Very talented guy. You know who it reminded me? It reminded me of Iron Maiden.
2: Yeah, Bruce Dickinson.
0: Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Like, that really just strong, operatic, like, Mm -hmm. power, like, what what metal subgenre is Iron Maiden?
2: Iron Maiden? See, I don't know. Like, I would have to ask i would have to ask jonathan because every time i say some so, cuz often i say the wrong thing and then i get corrected
0: right cuz stuff that used to be like heavy metal is now like oh well that's just hard rock now because metal's no, gotten heavier
2: yeah because i said something the other day about black metal and what he was listening to was actually melodic death metal yes and and i got corrected so
0: oh of course <laughs> i
2: would have to well, how dare i not know that, the difference
0: <laughs> like with with metal though every single time that you it, like every single time that you like have a new band that sounds different like that band has to be its own genre you right, know you know kind saying? Of like
2: th- there's a lot of like reinvention um because you've got the difference between like because you've got okay uh, a band like hate Some people would call that hardcore. Some people like so there's hardcore, but then there's also metal core. And then there's also you know, like all these like offshoots of that.
0: Yeah. And like, no, but like, it's like with metal, you can, know, it's like, oh, well, we're melodic death metal. Okay. Well, we're black metal Well we're black and melodic death metal. Okay. Well, we're black like, and melodic death right. metal, but we have breakdowns. Okay. Well, we're black and melodic death metal, but we don't have breakdowns. Like you have to specify whether or not you have breakdowns in your songs as <sighs> to like what genre. It's like, I are. just
2: like it. I just, it's just, it's just, yeah yeah like it's because it's metal, cool. it's
0: good, like oh we have uh we're black and melodic death metal, but we have gent influences, um, and we're also we also have progressive influences, so we're black and melodic progressive uh death metal uh death gent
2: uh <laughs> yeah. right, so it can, things can get a little off the rails with metal, I think is what we're trying to say, but striper. Is such a beautiful like I think that's another thing I really like about it, is like it's very pure. Like the sound is very it's so clean. The production clean. is
0: excellent. The production like, is excellent on this music.
2: Gorgeous. Like right. You hear uh the guitar harmonies just in a beautiful way. And it's just like so it's just like such a fantastic example of this this particular style of music.
0: You can tell that they weren't drunk or on drugs when they made this album. Because oh,
2: yeah, that's true. the
0: performances are good. There's no like sloppiness on it.
2: So do you want to jump into like a couple a couple songs off this album that we really like?
0: So before we do that, I want to ask you what the IFB would have had to say about this music.
2: I think I heard Striper talked about kind of similarly to how Kiss was talked about. Really? The IFB does not know the difference between like that entire conversation we just had about different Subgenres of metal and like how metal bands and, and metal listeners classify themselves. The IFB has no clue that any of that exists. So, so, to them, like Bon Jovi or Striper is the same as Iron Maiden, which is the same as Kiss, which is the same as Mayhem.
0: Which is the same as Metallica, which is the same as Meshiga.
2: Rush or anything. Or Sabaton or like like whatever. Periphery. Right. All of these
0: bands are the same and it's heavy metal.
2: Right. To them, metal is a monolith. And it's all satanic. And it all sounds the same. Now, this isn't completely unreasonable. Because IFB music is so narrow that anything outside of it that includes dissonant chords or extremely loud drum beats or any kind of double kick sounds so chaotic to your ear. Right. If you're not used to any kind of dissonance in your music at all or any kind of distortion on a guitar at all or any kind of drums at all, then any kind of metal can sound very dissonant. When you're used to IFB music, IFB music is so narrow that you've never really heard any dissonance or, or any of that kind of drum beat or any uh, distortion in your guitars. So all metal kind of does sound the same. It just sounds loud.
0: So what uh, this is reminding me of, do you remember that episode of The Simpsons um, when they are in church um, and Bart puts in the uh, – <laughs> Bart yep. in front of – so bart goes and takes uh uh, in front of the organist he puts music uh uh, for in a Gata de devita uh by iron butterfly he puts it in and it says in the garden of eden by and then uh, reverend lovejoy is like and we are going to have the hymn in the garden of eden by iron butterfly (laughs) <laughs> and it's
2: like, a- yes, uh, Bart sells his soul is the episode, yeah.
0: And then so Reverend Lovejoy is like, wait, this isn't a hymn, this sounds like rock and, or and roll. Or roll like, yeah. And then Homer and Marge are like, hey, baby, do you remember when we used to make out to this hymn? Iconic song, but that man, that- right?
2: And that is the lead in to, to a really great Simpsons episode, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, the so Lovejoy and like the the members of the church didn't put together that this isn't this isn't a hymn.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I mean I think that's like kind of relevant to to like how music is portrayed and and specifically in the IFB, like it's just one thing. Like it's good music or it's bad music, and if it's bad music, it's satanic.
0: If you're uh, you're honoring so, God or you're not honoring God, and if you're not honoring great. God, it's satanic, and if you're honoring God, then it's an IFB hymn, but if it's, if it's a hymn that doesn't use King James version, then it's not honoring God (laughs) properly. And therefore it's satanic.
2: So what I heard about Striper is that, you know, they are trying to, they're trying to appeal to the world and they are actually, they're selling out their Christianity to try to appeal to the world. And that, um, you know, basically like they think maybe they think that they're doing the right thing, but actually, you know they're bringing shame to God's name because there's no such thing as a Christian metal band, and I don't think they're very Christian. Like that's kind of Why? kind because of what I was. They don't hearing. dress.
0: Like, they don't dress like us. You can't be a Christian unless
2: because they dress like the world. Don't you see them imitating the world's styles of dressing?
0: Yeah, I mean it's like that no true Scotsman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's it's that exactly. exactly.
2: So like that's kind of what I what I heard about stripers like either like, oh well maybe they're secret Satanists trying to steal away Christian young people like so they want to make Christian young people get into heavy metal and then those Christian young people won't be satisfied with Christian music anymore. Uh, or I would hear it the other way, like these guys are Christians and they're trying to like pull people out of the world to Jesus, but they are misguided because they don't understand that the evil kind of music that they play is never going to bring anybody to Jesus.
0: That's really funny. I mean, I don't so know. It seems they, to me they like got it from both sides. rather than that, it's just like, well, Christian people like metal too. Let's make metal music that is in line with our Christian sensibilities. That's literally all yeah, it like is. We're, yeah.
2: we're we're Christian dudes who like want to play super cool metal. Yeah, so. I mean that's
0: sort of the thing that I think that people don't understand as an artist. Like, I, I and you can probably. You, Uh, uh, speak to some of this too is that as an artist you want to make music that an express like if you're writing lyrics if you're writing music you want to make music that speaks to who you are as a person so if you're feeling a certain way then you want to make a song about that if you uh, have a really strong opinion about one thing or another you want to make a song that, that is inspired by that if say you like a huge part of your life is oh i'm a really strong christian like, and you you happen to be in a metal band. Like, what are you gonna do? Not make a song about being a really strong Christian? Like, of course you're gonna want to make a song about really being a really strong Christian. Right. Like that that I that mean, just makes sense. Like, that's just being honest to who you are as an artist. And I'm not gonna hate mm-hmm. anybody for doing that.
2: And like a band I brought up earlier, um, was Hatebreed, and I don't know, are you familiar at all with Hatebreed?
0: You've mentioned them a couple of times mm-hmm. before.
2: I don't know if they're Christians or I don't know if, like, somebody in the band is in recovery from uh, some kind of addiction recovery. I have not looked into the background of the band, but a lot of their lyrics are, like, super uplifting. Um, so Hatebreed is a band that sounds very heavy. Uh, there's no melody at all in the vocals. It's all kind of that screamy, growly kind of sound. I like yeah. that, yeah. But the the lyrics are like, this is now. If How can I change tomorrow if I don't change today? This is now. If I control myself, I control my destiny. Yeah. So like the lyrics were like one of my favorite bands, Arch Enemy. The lyrics are a lot of the lyrics are super uplifting and about like finding your own way and like believing in yourself and you know, you know what's right and you need to have the courage to do it.
0: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, I don't know if those are Christian focused or like Christian principles in any way on purpose. Um, but a lot of people write lyrics that speak to like a more level, a lot of metal musicians write lyrics that speak to a more spiritual side of themselves or a more philosophical side. Yeah. That's not uncommon, you know, when you get a little deeper into the, the world of all this. Yeah,
0: I mean, musical aesthetics don't necessarily have anything to do with uh, the subject matter of music, right? Like, right. I mean, they, they, they intertwine in certain places. I mean, there's Christian rappers and then there's rappers who who rap about selling drugs and killing people. And there's rappers who do both, um, you know, and like there's uh, it's the same with, you know, any kind of music, uh, folk music, country music. I mean, there's country music that's about uh, uh, drinking and trying to to hook up with girls in the back of pickup trucks. And then there's country music that's about Jesus. And oftentimes yeah. those songs would be by the same artist. So
2: totally possible. Yeah. Yep. OK, well, now do you want to dive in too? To a couple of the songs that we particularly liked off this record.
0: Yes, let's do that. So I want to start at the top. Uh, so the album that she had me listen to is this album that came out in 1988. It's called In God We Trust. um
2: And I think the cover art is super cool.
0: Yeah, I was looking at the cover art. I mean, it looks like it's got like a the pyramid like in the dollar, and then it has the Striper logo with the yellow and black stripes on it. Um, I mean, it, it looks like a a, a a a metal like a hair metal album cover is it, it doesn't look out of place so the first song was in god we trust and like this song was the first striper song that i heard and i thought that the the vocals sounded like deaf leopard harmonies you know like how they always have like the the vocal harmonies really really layered like double tracked mm-hmm. multi-tracked uh and and, and very hard harmon- like full it, it was a very full-bodied sound um but this song rocked pretty hard. It was probably like a mid-tempo uh, uh, just banger to come right out the gate with.
2: This was – I agree. This was a great first song. Uh, this is also one of my favorites vocally.
0: Yeah. And this was one of the ones where I thought that the singer sounded a lot like Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden.
2: You know, I can I can see that. Um there's a part – I think there's a bridge kind of near the end of this song where there's just some real high notes, and I can really – I can definitely agree that this there's a Bruce Dickinson kind of sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that song – that song I liked – Um I thought-
2: this song is like it's a great opener because it really gets you excited about listening to the rest of the album.
0: Yeah, so the the songs that I thought were the weakest on the album, where I think were "I Believe in You" and "The Writings on the Wall," because it just felt like they got to the middle of the album, kind of just like okay, let's hide these uh, kind of weaker ones. In the oh, middle. see,
2: I like the writings on the wall.
0: It's a it's a perfectly fine song, but it just didn't really speak to me in any way. And then la- the the later tracks on the album, um, "It's Up to You." Uh, world of you and I, come to come to the everlife. Come to the everlife might have been my favorite one on the album. That one, really, that one was kind of like a almost like a stick song. You know how that song felt to me. The song "Come to the Everlife." Um, if say I died and I was like a metalhead, right? Say I die, I'm a metalhead and I'm going to metal heaven. Um, okay. <laughs> and i'm on like this golden escalator and there's like angels around me shredding on golden guitars <laughs> no like you can you can see what i'm like
2: no that's a great mental image and yeah. like
0: there's like flames but like cool but like good flames not like flames like i'm in hell but just like you know metal flames and like yeah i i'm like going up the escalator and i'm looking up at the top and i can see lemmy up there i can see dime bag up there and they're like about to welcome me into metal heaven this is the song that's playing that was <laughs> such a good description that's like the vibe that i got from the song is like come to the ever alive, yeah so dramatic like, like so like but it's uplifting it's powerful and that is what
2: striper does so well like the the high drama yeah you know like the the like the super dramatic like
0: um it felt authentic that's I know, a, a a big, like, That's what it's I'm It's a very say.
2: big sound
0: yeah the, the very uh orchestral yeah uh, operatic and i
2: and i like that um I like that in music anyway.
0: You know what? It's, it reminded me kind of of "Rock of Ages" by Def Leppard.
2: Oh, which is also you know
0: that song, yeah. You know, "Rock of yeah, Ages," but, yeah.
2: But yes, but are you aware that "Rock of Ages" is also the title of a Christian hymn?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm familiar. I've heard it. But that's yeah. that's a that's a great <laughs> song. The song by Def Leppard. That's a great song. So it is. Classic eighties um, uh, hair metal, heavy metal.
2: I wanted to ask you what you thought of Keep the Fire Burning.
0: That song felt like that song sounded like a Stick song to me. That was one that I really liked. It felt like a like a stick song like from the early 80s. Like you could you know you know what I'm saying? Like the way the, yeah, the it's harmonies very, like, it sounded almost like tempo. The, you know the grand illusion by sticks?
2: not well enough to hum it no
0: there's a song by sticks called the grand illusion and that's kind of what it reminded me of
2: i'll have to look that up yeah i like the i like the uptempo of keep the fire burning
0: yeah that was a good one I,
2: well i feel like it does like an inspirational christian song in in a less cheesy way yeah um i feel like keep the fire burning would be like at the end of a movie. Like the, the kind of a movie that's about like a hero's journey. Yeah. Like we've gotten to the end. The person has completed their journey. They've like won whatever it was. Like they won the contest or they got the girl or like whatever was the end of that story. Yeah. And you know, like Arnold movies that had their own songs written for Fade Out? Like the, okay, The Running Man had a a metal song composed that was meant for, like, the credits.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. A lot of those, like,
2: classic Arnold films will have, like, a song that was written for the film that that they'll be over the closing credits. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Keep the Fire Burning could have been that song.
0: No, I could totally see that, too. Yeah, I thought this song was pretty good.
2: It's like up-tempo, it's inspirational without being cheesy.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean... A few of the ones like I believe in you. That one was just kind of like, nah. that one didn't really. Do I it feel well. like yeah.
2: I believe in you makes me think of songs that they used to sing at pastor school, just like with guitar and drums.
0: Right. But I think <laughs> um, my favorite. Okay, lonely was really good. Lonely was a really good like like a, a, a power ballad. You know.
2: You gotta love a good power ballad.
0: Yeah. Um. The rain. The rain might have been my favorite one on the whole album. That one was just like that. That was a, a, a I see one of the things that I think I think they got the sequencing for this album wrong. They put the songs in the wrong order. Because the rain, I think, should have been earlier on the album. Because that one is just like, let's it's super upbeat. It rocks super hard. Um, it's got, you know, the the meadly meadly me guitars. Uh it's yeah, oh man, that song. That song goes. That song.
2: See, I feel like we could have moved the rain to the last song on the first side of the record. Yeah, and then we could have put, uh, we could have maybe put the writings on the wall as the first song of the second side of the record.
0: Yeah, and what you'd end with lonely, end with like a power ballad. That's good.
2: Yeah, that's that's workable. Um, so there's there's one song on this on this record that that kind of encapsulates a phenomenon that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and that's the Jesus is my boyfriend Christian song. Okay. Uh, and the song is The World of You and I.
0: Yeah. So I was listening to this and I'm like, the, so the lyrics of the song, it felt to me like I didn't really get the, oh, Jesus is my boyfriend vibe from it. I, I don't know if that's a thing. I guess I wasn't listening for it, but it felt like it's this, it, you're like, okay, this is a song where you'll go to heaven and then we'll both be there forever. It'll be perfect. Uh, okay,
2: so you're hearing like, like I'm gonna, like my girlfriend is also a Christian. We're gonna go to heaven together. Yeah, which
0: you've explained to me in the Jack Scoff episode was uh, is a a Mormon doctrine, not a a, a Baptist doctrine or or a, a regular Christian doctrine. Uh, that's a, yeah. a Mormon doctrine. I don't know. Uh,
2: different, yeah, different uh, groups of Christianity view that in different ways, but the idea of like. Like if you're in love with somebody that you go to heaven and then you're in love and married in heaven, that specifically is a Mormon doctrine. It's
0: like yeah. uh, soulmates in the good place.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Except for that, it would automatically be the person you were married to on Earth. Oh,
0: interesting. Um, okay.
2: Which is which? Jesus specifically said is not true, um, in Matthew. Anyway, now the lyrics from "World of You and I," like. We can have what everybody dreams about. We can say hello and never say goodbye.
0: Yeah, that's See, what I, 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 like, I. that's what I was thinking about.
2: It's hard to know whether this is like a man singing to a girlfriend, or whether it's meant to personify Jesus singing to a person. Like it's very ambiguous. That the part that like the part that seems Jesusy is like you've got to keep your faith. Follow me, I'll lead the way there doesn't have to be any pain forever you and I will reign so that really seems like it's that really 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 seems like it's referencing like how the christian person is going to be with jesus in heaven
0: okay so the, so jesus is my boyfriend is like a common theme within it, christian music yeah
2: it's it's like a trope
0: well did you okay so here's a question did you uh, uh you, i'm sure you saw the south park episode called faith plus 1 where Cartman and Token, oh, yep. Cartman and Token and Butters <laughs> decide to uh, start a Christian rock band, and they uh, uh, go. They're like, "Yeah, my band, our band's going to be uh, platinum," and but they don't go platinum. They go more, but they make a, a song where it's like, "I want to walk with Jesus on a private beach for two or something like that," and it sounds super yes. like, they're like, "Oh, we love Jesus." But it sounds like no, it sounds like you're in love with Jesus, like. <laughs>
2: right and cartman is all like oh yeah it's a jesus is my boyfriend song yeah he's like okay so there's that there's there is the world of you and i on this record and then there's one that is also more blatant about this which is i believe in you yeah and you said you weren't a big fan of this one
0: that were i mean it was mostly because the, the music just didn't do it for me
2: that's understandable the thing the is was, like this... a little bit boring I believe in you is absolutely a song written from a person to Jesus, and maybe that just kind of passed you by because you don't have that assumption.
0: Well, in I your assume mind that it was a, a person, but like, I assume that it was a person singing to Jesus because, like, that, okay. that like, oh, why else would it be called "I Believe in You"?
2: Right, but it's like. It, I don't know. This one is, to me, it's like the epitome of a Jesus is My Boyfriend song. <laughs> like, in my heart you'll stay, and I believe in you through and through, always and forever. It will be you and me together. I want your love forever. I need your love. You're the only one that fills my heart, and I love you more and more every day.
0: Yeah. No, it's like one I mean, of those. It's, it's
2: pretty lovey.
0: No, that yeah. reminds me of that, uh, of a different Simpsons episode where Ned Flanders falls in love with uh, the 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 Christian singer,
2: uh, the the blonde chick.
0: No, the blonde... not
2: Lurleen, but the other girl. No,
0: the blonde woman was the
2: Lurleen Lumpkin.
0: No, the blonde woman was the 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 movie star.
2: Oh, okay.
0: No, there's a different episode where there's a, a a singer that comes to the church, and she has like a band, um, and then she like she's like, oh, the my band quit. They decided that they were going to play regular music. Uh, not Christian music, and what they did was they just changed the word Jesus to baby in every song.
2: Okay, I mean, yes, though. Like that this song is is very Jesus is my boyfriend. But I mean, I think it's pretty. It's a pretty
0: song. I'm, no, it, it's the sort of thing where it just felt like it, there's a level of cheesiness that I can be like, okay, I can get with this. This is fun. Like hair metal, hair metal in general is cheesy, right? I mean, right. it's, a che- it's a cheesy genre and sometimes it rocks super hard. You can just be like, yeah, I can get I I want to go to this concert. I'm going to wear a T-shirt with the sleeves cut off and make my hair super big and like just go, just, like you know, just go all out. Wear like crazy clothes. Wear tight pants and and boots. Like, you are
2: you are absolutely not talking to somebody who owns two different pairs of leather pants.
0: Oh, of course you own two different pairs of leather leather pants. You're a metal. <laughs> but head. one
2: of those fake, one of those fake leather.
0: Oh, pleather is even more hair metal.
2: Yeah.
0: It's. I mean, it's true. But like you know, and, and wear like a belt with some spikes on it, just like to try to. Yep. Yeah
2: um yeah jonathan has one of those it's always interesting when he accidentally wears it to the airport
0: guyliner you know that that's yep. like all that all that really big metal stuff uh looking like david bowie and labyrinth um yep. <laughs> But like you know and that is a level of cheesy that you know what if you're going to be into hair metal you're going to be into that but like then there's like a level of cheesy on top of that um and it I think, you know, maybe you're more acclimated to the level of cheesy than I am because of what you were raised with and how like it's it's like when we did the Hiles Anderson tour tapes episode when you were like, oh, this song was super emotional. I'm just like, really? Like all of the music here was just <laughs> yeah. like overblown and like the, the strings come in and they're like, oh, here. It I'm just like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> like.
2: Right. I think you're I think Just you're really probably list. correct with that. Like I am I am acclimated to the level of cheesiness. With Striper, I feel like I am very willing to overlook that because the because the musicianship is
0: Oh, it's top there.
2: tier. Right, because like we've got like like real talent on instruments and real incredible vocal talent. Yeah. And I think because like with that in mind, I am just so ready to overlook any cheesiness because like I love the I love the musicianship here so much.
0: Well, the musicianship is really good. And that's that's the thing that I think like really sells it, because if if you're doing the same exact thing, if you're doing the same exact music thing where but the musicianship was not there, it would be like borderline unlistenable. But because the musicianship is there and like the singing is, is solid. Like the singing is really good. The guitar playing is really good. The songwriting is at least from what I can tell pretty decent. Um, You know, the, the, then you end up with something that's really like that. You have a concept and you sell it really well. It's a good hair metal band that happens to only play Christian music. That's yeah. what I, um, but also here's the thing. Um, is that this brings me to the drawback from this band. Uh, and if you, and this isn't just a drawback with this band, and this isn't a drawback that's exclusive to Christian music, because as I've said before, I don't specifically have an aversion to music with overt Christian or, over, over, uh or over religious themes. Like my issue is that if you say, okay, we are a Christian metal band, how many ways are there to say, worship God, Jesus saves, we are sinners, but we've been redeemed? Like, how many how many ways do you have to say that? You can only say that so many times and in so many different ways. And it's the same as how I'm not really into, like, a lot of black metal, because how many different ways are there to say, <laughs> hail Satan?
2: hail satan i'm dead inside yeah (laughs) yeah like
0: how many how many ways can you say that and it's like a lot of the same reason why like you know a lot of these like emo rappers that are out now like how many different ways can you say
2: i miss my girlfriend like
0: yeah i i miss like I, i miss my girlfriend i wish she'd never left me uh i hate the world i'm gonna do a bunch of drugs and uh like I don't care if I die like
2: get face tattoos. Yeah, I get
0: face tattoos. I don't care about the future. I don't care if I die. like that whole genre of like emo rap that doesn't really do it for me because like how many ways are, they, are you going to like do like one or two songs like that? Yeah, great. That sounds good. Maybe do like a whole project based on that. Yeah, that's good. But like if you do that over and over and over and over and over again, you're kind of pigeonholing yourself. Like if you're a hard rocker, like a heavy metal band, you could be Christian musicians, right? put one or two or three songs on the album with like strong christian themes and then maybe you've got seven or eight more tracks where you can do like a love song you can do a song about overcoming adversity you can do a song about having a fast car you can do a song about being an astronaut if you want i don't know do a song about whatever whatever you want but like my issue with the band isn't like the songwriting my issue with the band is like because the songwriting seems fine my issue with the band isn't the music because the music rocks pretty hard my issue is like when i listen to it i just get the feeling that there are great musicians who have backed themselves into a corner
2: i can i can totally sympathize with what you're saying see i tend to i think i must like concept bands a little bit more than you do like the the, my one
0: i'll listen to a concept album but a concept band
2: See, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this. My favorite band is a concept band, uh, and I can't believe I haven't mentioned them on this podcast. My favorite band is Ghost, which is a Swedish pop metal band.
0: Okay, but they do concept albums. They're not like not like every single song of like not.
2: I mean, Am Ghost I is, like, is a wrong... pretty narrow. But I mean, yeah, I guess because they have they have songs like most of their songs. The concept is like, hail Satan, but it's comes from different like there's also songs about there's a song about elizabeth bathory there's a song uh a, there's a couple love songs there are like uh there's songs about like the apocalypse and there are songs about zombies i don't know it is still like it is still a concept man because everything is filtered through the concept of like the lead singer is a satanic Pope on a mission to convert the world to Satan. Like, so like everything goes by that concept, but I guess like, I guess this might be a little different from what you're describing though, because they do write songs about different things.
0: Right. I mean, you can, you can,
2: and in different styles. I mean,
0: that's just like from like writing songs from the perspective of character. That's different. You know, I mean, anybody can write songs from the perspective of a character. You could even write all of your songs from the perspective of a character. If you wanted to, uh, the it's just like when you only have one subject matter that you are allowed to talk about in your music that's just where you lose me uh because i want to hear you say something else like i want to hear you talk about you know something different
2: yeah no i think i think i can I, i definitely understand where you're coming from but overall you liked the album
0: yeah so here's here's what my takeaway is i would not yeah i would not listen to this album again if you put a couple songs from this album on a playlist that i was listening to i would not skip them like if it was if they ended up on like a hair metal playlist that i was listening to i would not i I would be like okay yeah I'll, i'll rock out to this song you know Put it between so a Death Leopard like... song and a Poison song and a Rat song. Put a Striper song in there. All good.
2: Okay, so you're not gonna like go listen to "To Hell with the Devil," which is the 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 record immediately preceding this.
0: Nah, probably not because I I mean I know what I know what to expect. Like I know that I'm gonna hear like some hair metal about Jesus. Yeah, and
2: uh, fair enough
0: yeah i mean but... the thing is that like with acdc all of their all of their songs sound the same all of their albums sound the same but they write about different things like they got one song about tnt dynamite and they have one song about like actually they have a bunch of songs about hell and then they have songs about like airplanes they have songs about cars they have songs about you know anything but like they i mean yeah. they have they have a very specific aesthetic but they write about a bunch of different stuff
2: yeah I don't know. I'm not the biggest ACDC fan. Like it's, not AC/DC, like yeah. oh, it's, not, it's
0: not
2: like I hate them. It's not like I hate them. It's just like it's not what I seek out to listen to. No. Anyway. Well, this has been a nice discussion about Metal and Striper. Do we have anything that we've left out?
0: I don't think so. I think that pretty much covers it. But that brings okay. me to what I want to assign you for next week's homework episode.
2: Oh, right. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah,
0: because this is a thing that we that we keep doing. Um,
2: because I... <laughs> Yes, this is a because, podcast time, because this is a podcast that we have and because
0: time is linear. We
2: haven't just been sitting here talking about it. There's people that are going to listen to this and also because time is linear.
0: Yeah. And so in a week from now, uh, there's going to be another episode. No, this next episode that people are going to be listening to um, is this is actually a first time thing ever for this podcast. Okay. Okay. You want to know what it is? Ooh. Um so the first time ever because it is a homework assignment that a listener has suggested.
2: Ooh.
0: And this is a listener that asked me and and this is this is something that I think like at least in culture is very iconic. Uh I am going to have you watch some episodes of the television show Sex and the City.
2: Okay, so this is a show that I have heard of and have never seen.
0: I have never seen it either.
2: Oh, fun. So
0: we're both going to be watching. I guess we're going to be starting in season one. But also, it's a show that it's it's iconic, right? I mean, th- this, show, this show is iconic. This show is... Um,
2: yeah, and I've heard that there are a lot of shoes in it, and I like shoes.
0: And it's archetypical for... Like this is the archetype show for like a, a lot of the uh, single people in Manhattan TV shows that is is like a very common TV show theme. Um, I think it came out in the late '90s. Uh, it does. It, it came out after Friends, but uh, it's it's very much more like specific to dating, specific to relationships. Then I mean that show has like characters that they like. You know, that that you, you know, the writers are going to push these characters in together and then at the beginning. But Sex in the City has like four main characters and they're all heterosexual women. So there's not going to be like a, oh, this character is going to end up with this character episode. Uh,
2: oh, that's interesting. And yes. I imagine this passes the Bechtel test.
0: I don't know about that. You want to know? Oh, why? is all they
2: talk about? Because they all they talk about is going to be men. All huh?
0: they talk about is <laughs> men and dating. Damn. I believe. Um, oh from, man! From what
2: I was so excited.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. The
2: Bechdel test is like one thing that I wish I had never found found out about because now I apply it to everything and literally nothing passes, and it's really depressing. Yeah,
0: but like you know, I just
2: wish I had never found out about
0: it. I mean, you can't just like say. You know, you can't just be like, "Oh, this isn't okay because it doesn't pass this test." I mean, you just—it's just, it's just oh, no. you got to think about it. Take it with a grain of salt.
2: Oh no, like it, it, the the Bechdel test isn't a, a yes or no. This is good media test. It's just a hey, here's something to think about societally. wise
0: absolutely. That's that's a great way of putting it. No, but yeah, we
2: even though I made up a word.
0: <laughs> yeah, societally.
2: I don't. I'm ex- think that, I don't I'm think tired. We out. recorded. We recorded two long episodes today. Yeah
0: no it's true and, and they kept cutting out uh but so you, this is something also i think our listeners are going to be very excited about because they're going to find out if uh you are a carrie or a miranda <laughs> or a charlotte or a uh uh who's the other one i don't know i i'll have to watch oh. it and find out i i
2: i would have no idea
0: yeah uh so
2: Are we going to find out who you are as well? Of
0: course, we are. That's going to be—I'm sure that that's going to be a huge part of our discussion. But until next time, um, this has been the Leaving Eden podcast. Uh, Go and watch some Sex in the City, uh, and then (laughs) uh, if you want to, or if you don't want to, and it's a popular show, so I think a lot of people will have already seen. A lot of people will be familiar with it. Uh, This has been the Leaving Eden podcast. Uh, If you want to, uh, you can. Tune in for part two of our Duggars show that's coming out on Monday. That's right. We release main episodes on Monday. Now we release homework episodes on Thursdays. So Monday, we're going to be talking about the Duggars again. Thursday, we're going to be talking about sex in the city. Uh, and I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this new year. We're back. We're making episodes. This is going to be our... I'm really excited. Anyway, uh, so talk to you guys later uh, uh my name is gabrielle ha Cohen this has been the leaving eden podcast you can follow the podcast on facebook instagram twitter at leaving eden podcast except on twitter it is at leaving eden pod and you can email us your homework episode suggestions at leaving eden pod at gmail.com or just send us any random question please send us random questions so that we can do like a questions episode uh but yeah join our facebook group fun. uh subscribe to the patreon sadie do you want to uh plug your social
2: sure why not uh you can follow me on instagram at hell yes sadie no wait you can follow me on instagram at sadie carpenter music or on twitter at hell yes sadie
0: and you're on tiktok
2: and i'm on tiktok uh, at uh, the tiktok handle is Sadie Carpenter 1 and
0: you can follow the podcast on tiktok uh, my name is Gavriel Hakohen you can follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at G-A-V-R-I-E-L-H-A-C-O-H-E-N follow my Twitter at your own risk I say spicy stuff um, that you might not like uh, anyway uh, until next time uh, this has been the Leaving Eden Podcast and we hope that you guys have a good day bye bye Oh no.